In this, our final episode of our first season, Woohoo! we talk about what it means to go with the flow and find the support system that we need. Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the emptiness, my mother always says Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest Never the emptiness, my mother always says Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your home Hello everybody, I'm Vanessa I'm Nicole And I'm Jackie And welcome to Never the Empty Nest Today, we're going to talk about flow and support. That made it sound like a tampon commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it totally did. I said it and I was like, oh my God. Little Uh, inappropes. Inappropes. We're not talking about that kind of flow. We're talking about like life flow. Although that is, we're going to stop with the metaphor. So how were your days, guys? It's been a bit hellish here. I'm not going to lie because we're all sick. Not with COVID. No, we're just with nasty colds, which I was trying to avoid. I knew going back to school with my kids, like when they start school, they haven't gone to school in a year and a half. We haven't left the house in a year and a half. And we start reading articles that the colds are out there and it's going to be a bad one because our immune systems and we've been tucked away. And now I'm here in the middle of this um, nightmare of everyone being sick, which we caught from Vanessa's children they they're blaming me for this entire thing a hundred percent um basically we were here for like 10 days in miami and of course we want to see um you guys and the children and everyone but taika had croup and that's horrific if anyone knows whose kid has had croup it's a horrific like seal like (gasps) cough and it's really bad and then the boogers and all the things the fever the no sleeping all the things that every parent dreads when they hear a sneeze from their child or a cough at the same time this is just a cold you know of of some kind which shows up differently in everyone and we're not going to be able to avoid these i think we're also very paranoid because of covid COVID and mom is specifically super cuckoo banana anti-germ phobic right now. Yes. I mean, she takes it to the, you guys, I feel like I'm in between. I'm like in the sandwich of us three. I'm the like, I'm the deli meat and you guys are the bread. (laughs) And I'm, I'm just like somewhere in between. I'm also, you have to remember that Joaquim has spherocytosis. So it's like when he gets sick, it's not like any other kid getting sick. So it's like, you know, very stressful for me. Personally, anyways, we're all sick here. Like, snot, cough, fever, no sleeping, everyone. So it's been hectic, and we had to send Mamang, our grandmother, who is pretty much living with us, uh, to her apartment, which she's not loving being there right now because, you know, we lost our grandfather, and she doesn't like being by herself there. So it's been... Well, she's not by herself, by the way. It's Vane, your um, nanny. Kids, nanny, is there with... The two kids. No, one of the kids, because well, the other one's in summer camp. Right. right. But he goes after camp anyway, so yeah, just for, for an hour. hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so then she's there. So it's just been the, it's, it's been insane. So that's what's going on here. And then my mom is like total 
cuckoo freak. OCD freak. You don't understand, Vanessa. She, no, I, I, I walk into a room with my son, and she's behind me spraying lace Lysol. <laughs> I'm like, mom, there's nothing. I have to breathe. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. what, so I'm in the between. I'm like, yeah, we could have waited one more week to see you guys and not have all of this ish going on. But you on. wouldn't have had the bounce house because, you know, we, we were last weekend in a super fun bounce house in my backyard. We with, did have a blast. Yes. It was super fun. But we could have done that next weekend. But anyways, we won't go there. It's fine. It next ha- weekend, it, it would have been something else because you know what? Marina's sick now. It's just it is to a certain extent unavoidable at this I know, point. I know now it just that Taika's at summer camp, and Mom is to the extent. No, it's not normal that she's still washing her groceries. That's not even. The, that's not even the the cuckoo part. Still, it's that she <laughs> she like my hands are. If you can see my hands right now, <laughs> I have like a ninety five year old hands because she's like, "Did you wash your hands? You touched my cup this morning." I moved her cup like half a centimeter and she's like did you just wash your hands because you just touched my cup i'm like are you freaking kidding me right now because i can't with this like i can't yeah i mean you're gonna have to go back into the world mom it would be fair to explain that besides covid and vanessa i'm gonna say it i think you're putting your guard down i'm not i wear Uh, a mask when necessary i'm vaccinated mm -hmm. but remember i had three pneumonias yes this is true Okay, two in one year and another one in 2019. I am extra paranoid because of that. It's not only the COVID situation, is that? Mm-hmm. And the last pneumonia, I was in the hospital. Yeah. So that's why everyone. It's true. Everyone has a point of view. We all have our reasons respected. to be. Yeah, to be the way we are. It's all a reason for the cuckoo. But 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 I I, I get it because it's true. That was really bad, and we never want that again. And I have my. 90-year-old mother with all these new underlying conditions and to think that she would have to go, a a, a mere cold would throw her out of the planet. So, you know, (laughs) I still want her here. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) We want her in this planet. That's what Tao Porchon Lynch used to say when she left the planet. Who? Tao Porchong Lynch. I hope uh, she died, uh, I think, last year of 101, 102 yogi, the oh. oldest practicing yogi. Really? Oh, that's a perfect transition to going with the flow. We want to talk about that today because mom is always constantly badgering into me, which I know is a contradiction, to go with the flow, that I must go with the flow, and that important things in family flow is very important to the family so why don't you talk about what that means to you mom because you guys are both very go with the flow people i have to fight for my flow which again paradox again but you guys are super flow flow i mean flow can mean a lot of things to many people it has a psychological also uh, connotation or meaning but my interpretation of flow to keep it on the lighter side, is not to go against the grain. When things are are meant to happen, it's not that they're easy and that they just fall from the sky from another planet, but that um, they facilitate themselves. You know, they unfold. And so if you go against that, you're actually going to come across a lot of struggle. I do believe that life is not meant to be a struggle in the free universe. For me, it's very important that we follow the natural flow of what's going on because things start presenting themselves, surprising us. 
things that we didn't know or even thought about. And all of a sudden they present themselves and I always think and I pray, okay, let me recognize it and not be stubborn about how I want things to turn out or when I want things to turn out. So uh, the older I get, the easier it gets for me. And so for me, flow is very important because I think it's a natural course. Things start unfolding and they present themselves. The opportunity presents itself, I find, when it's time and not my time. But I do think I get that about when it's time and not my time because we fight for like, I want it now. But I do think two things. One, it's not just like, oh, here's this opportunity. It's going to present itself. You have to work to put yourself in that space and in the right place at the right time. You're constantly doing the thing that you do in order for those things to happen. It's not like you're just like, oh, I'm going to be sitting here and things are going to come to me. I'm glad you're making that distinction because that's exactly, I don't want to, I, that's not what I mean. Right. Things don't happen on their own. Sometimes they do. But no, going with the flow is going with with the next step. And what is the next step? Mm-hmm. And, and if it works out, it takes, it unfolds. It's like a natural unfolding of events, sometimes spaced out. Sometimes you have to do a lot between one and the other, but mm-hmm. they unfold, uh, they facilitate themselves, they fall into place. And, and that's what I mean by flow. It's not sitting around waiting for it to fall from the sky. I'm going to make this, a, I'm going to say an example of that. I'm paraphrasing a story that I heard the other day that someone literally told me who is now a famous singer. And he was like, I I said, how did you start? And he was like, essentially, I was singing at a party in my family and they would love that I sang. And then the parents of the other kids would say, hey, do you want to sing at their party? And then, hey, do you want to sing at their party? And it was like one party the next. And then he became like the most wanted singer for the parties. And then one day there was someone there from Telemundo or from something like that and was like, hey, do you want to be on this show? And he was like, yeah, okay. And he constantly was like, yes. And then up the ante and would up and rehearse towards the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And like that, he became someone who, who now is a well-known singer. You know, it's a very interesting that's a very different story than I wanted to be a famous singer and I fought tooth and nail to, you know what I mean? Like he sort of went with that flow. That said, sometimes you can't go with the flow because you want to make change. And you were saying like going against the grain as a negative thing, but sometimes you need to go against the grain in order to, for example, you know, break down the Berlin wall. It happens with a hammer, not with flow. You know what I mean? Yes. But why did it happen at that time? It happened at that time because there was someone higher up, essentially, that made a mistake on, 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 I think he was um, televised at the time, but essentially he said, you're going to be able to cross over. And the people were like, what? When? And he was like, um, and you see him shuffling his papers and he's like, uh, now? And everybody flew to the wall. You know, it was like, what? But now in Cuba, everybody's doing that. And the dictatorship is saying no and making all these false protests and they have to rise again. And they're having to go against the grain of what, you know, so many people think. And so it's, it's hard. It's not. Flow is hard to describe. At least I, it's hard for me to describe because what's happening in Cuba right now is flow. I want to understand what you're saying. Because they've tried to do this before and it mm-hmm. never materialized. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden people started going to the street and it unfolded. Obviously, they're going against the grain. That's why I mentioned in the free universe, mm-hmm. um, 
they, they have to go against it, but it's happening. Whether it's successful or not this time, we don't know. We hope it is. It will be. But it absolutely unfolded. So somehow all those people were going with the flow. Yeah, that has never happened in communist the, Cuba. But against but, the grain. But against what? the grain and with fight, which which I think the distinction that I think we have to make and that people don't always make, and I, I want to give an example, but I want to give Nikki a chance to talk about what flow is to her because as she says, she's the deli meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not deli meat because I'm vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm the most flow, too much flow. Super flow. Super too much flow. So people have to nut <clears throat> my mom and my sister uh, to like push me like, okay, but you have to, you know, swim, go, go, don't be afraid. I think flow is like trust in the end. I mean, that's what the, like the word that pops up to my brain when I, when I think flow, I just think like, well, it's just about trusting. I feel what mom is saying and I feel what you are saying. So yes, I guess I am the middle of the sandwich. But regarding flow, sometimes I'm a little too much like, well, things will just happen and you have to trust, you know, whatever you believe in. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. My son thinks that he gets a lot of nosebleeds. This is a quick side note. He gets nosebleeds and he can't see. His nose is running like crazy right now. And he kept up to me. He's like, I have a bleed. I have a bleed. But it's really just boogers. It's just boogers, buddy. It's not a bleed. All right. Yeah. Close the door. My before uh, nearly sterile room is completely, the seal has been broken. Mom, go with the flow. Go with the flow, mom. <laughs> Trust. Don't fight it. Don't go against the grain. <laughs> Exactly. I think there's a saying in Spanish of like, cuando te conviene, you yeah. feel one way or you say something, you know? I don't think anyone in general is super flow and super go against it. I think it's all about balance. I'm the queen of like, I believe in balance. I think that you should just kind of ride the wave, but also you have to push to get the wave going i think this conversation is super important because i think flow is complicated and i think that's what it mom is. is trying to say that yeah. it doesn't it flow is not without fight it's not always going with going not going against the grain like for example i will never forget i interviewed this guy i think he lives in arizona but he's it's definitely a desert location he's a person who lives without money he has n no money he made a decision to live with no money i thought okay well how do you live, you know, and he essentially barters for everything. And it's all a matter of trade and whatever. And think what you will, because I mean, everybody has opinions on this. But the point is that I was interested in the why, why, how do you get there? Why did you get there? And I asked him about his life. And the thing that stuck with me was that he said, you know, before doing this, then I, I tried to do all kinds of other things to like reach, you know, whatever, enlightenment, I guess you would call it, you know, so he had gone to this uh, Buddhist monastery, and he, he was there for a while. And the Buddhist uh, monk was telling him, okay, you know, like, it's like the, the typical story that you hear, right? So sit here and meditate and sit here and meditate. And um, until you reach enlightenment. And so he was sitting there. And I'm saying the bad version, right, of this, but essentially, he was there, and he was uh, sitting on the ground, and he was sort of like hitting his head against the proverbial meditational wall, because he was like, uh, nothing's happening. And I have gotten to this place of deep calm within these moments, but you know, what does enlightenment mean? He's going through all these thoughts. And then all of a sudden he says, oh, I don't have to be here. I actually can stand up right now. 
and leave. Oh. And he went to the monk and he said that to him. And the monk was like, congratulations. Bye. Right. right. <laughs> and the irony of that, like I have to badger myself with meditation to reach enlightenment is not the thing. Right? He was going against the grain. That's what I mean by going against the grain. Going against the grain is not opposing something that you are against. Not not opposing. It means you're going against what the moment is calling for. So if the people in Cuba had not run to the streets and done that, they would have gone against the grain, is what I'm trying to explain. And if that gentleman had continued that torture for him... He was going against the grain because something was telling him it felt uncomfortable. Freedom is elsewhere. It, it felt struggle. It's, mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. I think about my, my first marriage as a perfect example of wrapping all of this idea up because this is my second marriage, my happily ever after marriage right now. But my first marriage was a total freaking disaster. But here's the interesting thing. It was a struggle to get married, like to actually get married was he was it was like not supposed to happen. Right. But then in the marriage, what would happen is that on a daily basis, there was happiness within the daily. There was, you know, like really good friendship, really good vibes, good sex, good everything. Everything was great on the daily, which always made me think, oh, wait, this is the present moment. Shouldn't I be living in the present moment and the present moment is good? But. The problem was that there was no future because every time I looked to the future, the future that I wanted and the future that he wanted were totally different. So there was no freedom in that because a person without a future is a person without freedom in my understanding in the end of the thing. So it was this big complication of it was a struggle to get married, but then interpreting flow in a wrong way once I was in the marriage and then that making it harder to get out of the marriage. Um, and in the end, it was very easy actually to undo it. It was like, hey, we're going to stop this. And then we just undid it. We untied the knot and untying that knot was the easiest thing I've ever done. Once the decision was made, the decision was the hard part, right? But the untying of the thing was like, oh, okay, well, that was easy. Uh, Should have done that a long time ago. Which means you did the right thing. Right. And which mom would say that would be the, the moment of flow in, right. the, in the thing, right? Right. But it's all these confusing sides of what that means. Yeah. And how people yeah. describe it can be different. Yeah. There's also the control thing, like wanting to control every minute of your day and how when you want something done and how you see it being done. You can work, 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 mm -hmm. and your future is going to look a little different than what you imagine in your brain. There are things around you that you can't control, and that's okay, mm -hmm. you know? So that's what I mean by like flow and trusting. And yeah, yeah you can't just sit there and wait for things to happen, but... You just do your thing and accept the things that are coming yeah. to you. But then you have to decide like, well, this is coming towards me, but it doesn't feel right or it's a struggle. And then so you have to kind of push it out of the way. It's complicated. It is a it complicated is. thing to talk about. It is complicated. And then I do think that it matters who you're around and who you've chosen to have around you. And, you know, like your support system, right? Who is going from the last example that I gave. It's like that was the against the flow support and therefore I had no support really none in that marriage right and then now I'm in a marriage where I'm like oh this is what that feels like support is wonderful you know and what that actually feels mutually and not one-sided so I mean it's sort of a transition to 
talk about what mom wanted to talk about in this episode and then i had a counter because apparently that's what happens in this (laughs) particular relationship (laughs) um but mom you wanted to talk about and like say thanks to this is our 10th episode our final episode of our first season and we're here because of the things that we're doing but also you wanted to say that it was because of some of the people that have supported us along this journey and I'm gonna let you talk about that because then I'll talk about my little counter. I am convinced that we cannot do things on our own, completely on our own, at least in my life. Although I have done a lot of things on my own, I recognize now what a wonderful thing it is to have support. It can come from anybody, uh, right? That you are on a path of life and that you both encounter freedom to do what you see as the next step, and you are free of judgment and impediment to lead your life a certain way. You also have the support of people in your life that carry you sometimes through this, Mm -hmm. because sometimes it gets really difficult. Although sometimes you can do it on your own, it's lonely and very hard. And so when you've done it that way, lonely and hard, and then all of a sudden you go through other paths and other things that you want to do, and you have this support of these people that embrace you and help you sometimes without even asking Mm -hmm. and makes it so much easier, so much more possible. In my case, it's important to distinguish when you have help because you beg for it Mm -hmm. and when you just have help and support because somebody sees you that you're falling and and they just won't let you fall. They run and they run to to carry you, to help you, to lend you a hand, a finger, uh, a smiling face and embrace whatever it is. And I have to begin with, and well, I think We'll have more conversations about this because it's complex. It's easy and complex at the same time. But in my case, it's my partner in life, which is Carlos, uh, love of my life, um, who absolutely supports this crazy flow to for some other people because he knows that where is the center of my life, um, my children, my family, uh, work to a certain degree, and, uh, and then I have a, 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 a little nest of lifelong friends since I was 12 and 13 years old. We call ourselves the witches, and we'll <laughs> go into that for another because, you know, we're sort of clairvoyant sometimes, but um, in funny They'll ways. They'll start us off on, ep- on season two. Yes. And so they are, um, they know if I need an ear to just vent or tell me the solutions or we discern in community. Mm -hmm. And so as I go through very difficult times, sometimes, where sometimes only I can make a certain decision, I have this support in in this case from Carlos, from my husband, uh, who's always there for us and from my brujas and, and from my children who are right here and my, actually my son in laws as well. They are a great support as well, because we, I, I feel, talking about myself, you know, when my dad got sick, 
from one minute to the next, literally. Uh, and obviously, the first people I tell, uh, call is, you know, the girls, my sister. You know, before Nikki hung up, Jonathan was booking a flight uh, mm -hmm. to Miami because yeah. he knew so well what she wanted to do and how it helped Vane and me, who were here, obviously, and my mother, mm -hmm. uh, to have her here. And Ignacio on the other side, who's here locally, is there uh, in absolute... Ignacio's my husband. ...continual support of, uh, you know, there are children that need to be taken care of and, and other things. So when you have... It's hard to do things completely on your own yeah. in, in a continued phase. So I could not be in the place where I am right now this happy, okay, Feliz, you know, we always talk about that. Sometimes I'm not happy, but also feliz um, without Carlos and, and Nikki mm -hmm. and Vane and Ignacio and Jonathan and, and the witches. And, uh, and also at work, I have an incredible team. Sometimes, uh, you know, the kind of job that I do, I have to do it. doesn't matter what time. It's not like I go in at nine, leave at five, I'm done with my job. I have to do what I have to do. But because of the people that I have, especially in, in one of the properties I am able to, and, and, and the client and the board of directors who know that I'm going to do my job, but, but give me that flexibility. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, I guess, and I thank God every day for this kind of support. I yeah. couldn't do it this happy without it. I mean, I, I and my, of course, my knee-jerk knee reaction was like, no, we're not, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about, like, all the, we're going to be like, here are the men that help us do what we're doing. And I had this, like, feminist reaction to it. But the reality, yeah, go, go, what do you want to say? This is what they do to me. She chewed me <laughs> off. And I yeah. said, okay, okay. I, you know, I, I surrender. I said, okay. but, then, but then I gave you yes. the mic. Then I'm like, go your, go say all the things that you have to say because I mean, not I. Like we do the thing, you know. And I, and then it made me think, you know, that's that's it's true. I am, I do, I'm a feminist. I believe in in all all the things that we've talked about throughout this show. I, I work a lot, and I love to work. And I don't think that I could my the thing that I do, writing. And, and and creating the things that I make for me is a mission and a calling and it's not something that could stop. So I think of, of life in the way of like, oh, I, I have to go there. I'm going to put my kid on the plane with me. Taika has been on like, the other day he was like, mommy, I want to go on an airplane. And just because 2020, he didn't go on airplanes. He's been on like 50 planes in his life, you know, because under two, by the way, everybody, they're free. You just put them on your lap and you take them. And he came everywhere with me when I was commuting to Savannah to teach at SCAD back and forth with you guys, with mom and, and, and a research trip to Spain and, and Berlin for something we were writing, just like everywhere. And then you stop and think, well, that's great, but you didn't do it by yourself. <laughs> you know, that's impossible. No it's one impossible. can do yeah. You didn't do it by yourself. First of all, mom came on that research trip because I needed a little help with Taika. And just a little bit of help. Just a little. And in order to gather all that research. And I do have a nanny. And I have a husband who's like, do whatever the hell you want. That's why I married him. <laughs> you know, like meaning we we do everything together. But like there is no world in which he's going to be like, that's too far. You know, are you sure you want to take the child? And none of that happens in this. And he knows that I'm just going to do those things. You know what I mean? And if he ever tells me anything in terms of like, 
are you sure you want to do this? I know it's because he's scared shitless of something like, oh my God, what is it? What lion's mouth are you walking into? Because I often do things like that, you know? All of that is a support system and it's important. Yeah, Nikki. No, I'm just saying because feminism, I mean, I think we're all feminists, you know, capital in, in this capital F in this family, right? Yeah. We were raised that way by our mother. We went to Carrollton School of the Sacred Heart and that made us even more feminist. Yeah. I think people confuse like feminism sometimes with like, I don't need a man. I don't need help. I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you do. We're human beings and, um, or, or a woman, what partner? A partner. Uh, yeah. Yes. And some people, maybe you don't. And some people don't. But there's people or a animal but i don't mean just partners i mean friends are a support system a lot of people i think can say some friends are are more supportive than some family you know what i mean yeah i think it's not a feminist thing with the husband or wife or or partner um at all i just wanted to like clear that up it's like the two f words (laughs) flow and feminism unpacked you also have to choose the right partner to your like you were just to saying to align with your feminism to align with your they feminism they have to be feminists your yeah. partner has to be a feminist I'm glad you, you guys made the clarification it's the support system is anything that supports you right it's the partner you live with it's the friend that's there mm-hmm. um, for instance um, when we went to New York that you guys were on your we were, we were doing a show in New York my sister and I were doing a show in New York all the babies were little so uh, I went, uh, Carlos went, but he had to leave because he what he was doing at the time. He, I could do it remotely. He could not. And, you know, I, I had no one to stay with me on the weekend. I had to stay with the three babies, remember? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and two of them were... I have a nanny, but the first three months I never introduced, I don't introduce the nanny until after three months because of just because it's a personal choice and I, I like and it nesting. to be like a little nest, right? Um, at least those first three months and just like, just do all of that. And then we transition into having a nanny during the daytime while I'm working and all of that. But my mom has been the helper in that beginning little incubation nesting moments. And that was one of them because they were tiny. They were tiny. And, Two and, months and, old. And, and so we had to be there, right? All of us. Yeah. And and so, you know, I asked family members, if, 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 if very close family members, you know, can you help me? We'll pay for the trip. We'll pay you whatever wa- wages, you know, so you don't have to use your vacation time nothing yet we went and a very good friend of ours okay Flo was in New York at the time and she on Facebook saw that Vane had posted something she then reached out to me say hey are you in New York I want to see you and I said yes I'm here I can't believe it she lives in another country by the way Mm -hmm. and I didn't even have to ask her Somehow she deducted that I needed help because of the Mm -hmm. two babies that I had to carry and feed and sometimes at the same time. Listen, God bless mothers of twins. She came under the snow in a bus from New Jersey, okay, Mm -hmm. and her name is Belen, and she came to help us. So what would I have done? Yes, I would have survived it. That's not the point. But she supported me. That was amazing. Yeah. And then one of my friends showed up later. Yes, that's right. And then I had gone to see a show 
around that time, and the person selling the stuff, what, I went to go buy a shirt. Was come come from away? I think it was. I wanted to get a hoodie, and um, there was a, the person selling the the merch was someone I knew, and I was like, oh my god! And not only did she like give gift me the merch, and she was like, this is totally legal, by the way. You, we can do this every once in a while. I was like, okay, yeah, great. She was she the, in the conversation. It came up, and then she ended up being one of the the babysitters one of the nights. So it's crazy. Yeah. The flow here is that we knew that I was going, obviously. We knew that Nene, my husband, that he would be there sometimes. But we also knew for a fact that we would require help. But that's when you trust, like Nikki says, and you go and then flow unfolds. You know, it, it unfolds. Yeah. It happens. And this is something that my mom and my sister always say, and they're like, we'll figure it out. Let's just go. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Because my sister's first, really, this is one of the things that drives me insane. One of the first things she says is, but, but. Yeah. When I've gotten much better anything, at that. Yes, I've, got, I've gotten yeah. so much better at that. You have. Actually, I haven't heard it in a while. Yes. It's true. It's true. And I have your and f- in my room. Ampersand. I gave she you sent an me a framed and sign. <laughs> yes. Um, I, which is weird that I say the but that comes out of fear. It doesn't come yeah. out of um, being pessimistic or at being because I'm not like that at all. No. But it's the fear that yeah. But that's a that's a whole other podcast or episode yeah. at least. Yeah, we we definitely were like let's just go and then you know yeah throw yourself it out. In the the net will appear exactly the support will appear because it's already there. And like mom yeah. said, sometimes the support surprises you. Mm-hmm. Like oh. And sometimes you don't have to know or see that person. Sometimes random people support you. You (laughs) have to be, your eyes have to be open. Yeah. Like moms, other people in planes. When I was, you know how many times I traveled alone with like newborn babies and like I wanted to like just go nuts and cry and scream and like random people. They're like, you're struggling. Can I help you? Can I carry your baby that's full (laughs) of poop and your other baby who's vomiting? You know, it's like. No es fácil. No es fácil. No es fácil. So I think we're coming to the end of this last episode of our first season and it's super exciting. And we have so much more that we're going to share with you in our second season. But Can we I just wanted- say really quick something? Yes. I interrupted you, but um, everyone said their support system. And I'd like to say that I have uh, a wonderful do. husband, Jonathan who literally, I don't know, like, it's the whole thing of like, yeah, I mean, I could not have support and do things, but it would be horrific. And it would be so empty and sad. So thank you, Jonathan, I love you. And you guys and some friends that I've known since I was three at school who randomly saved me from, you know, like back in college, I think there's so many stories that I'm like, thanks, Anna. Thanks, Ogamari. You yeah. know, um, it's thanks, Ozzy. There's that's why I says sometimes there's friends. Friends are so important. Thanks, you know, Mena. thanks, Mana. <laughs> yeah, we have this, to okay. have another show just the for this. the teleprompter is running. Yes, okay, the, okay. The but I just wanted to mention Jonathan because you guys had your moment to thank yes, your right, support right. systems. So love you guys, love my yeah. friends, and love Jonathan. Okay, go the, on. Me, okay, yeah. Now that we're now that our Oscar speeches or Grammy, right? Yes, yeah. the, the <laughs> Grammy and oh yeah. audio yes are are complete um we want to thank everybody who has listened to us this first season in our little fledgling state and we are gonna uh, fly some more next season season two so thank you for being with us and see you see you soon with all of your success she says all the great things ahead